Welcome to Light Trees and News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today by Mr. Charles. Were you waiting for your last name? I was. Oh, it's just Mr. Charles. <laughs> Mr. Charles. Oh, it sounds like I'm like a master or like a miss, like someone who does like S and M stuff. I think isn't that Mr. from? Um, isn't that from Inception? There's something like. They call one of the things that they'd... Oh, this is like me barely recalling the plot of a movie. There's like some like <laughs> con they pull off while they're in somebody's dream called the Mr. Charles. Oh. I think, if I'm remembering that correctly. If For all of you uh, Nolan files out there, <laughs> don't send me angry emails because I can't remember the plot of Inception. I've never seen that movie. Are you lying? No. Can we watch it? It's one sure. of my favorite movies. Absolutely. Okay. I, the only, I think the only Nolan movies I've seen are Batman's. Wait, that's not true. Wait, Memento? Oh, I've seen Memento a long okay. time ago. Yeah, we'll have to watch it together. It gets such a bad rap, too. People are the fucking worst. Just let me enjoy things. <laughs> okay, who am I yelling at? Uh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for filling in last minute. No problem. Uh, I had a different co-host scheduled, but due to reasons that we'll probably talk about eventually, they couldn't make it today, and it's okay. Life happens. But uh, Charles uh, now lives with me, so he's forced <laughs> to... He was, like, literally putting away his kitchen supplies, and I was like, hey, do you want to record an hour? <laughs> Just, like, snuck up behind him. Hey, you want to record, like, Treason News? Uh Guys, I posted over at my Patreon, patreon.com slash Kilkenny, for my $5 and $10 uh, per month members and higher, if you can even believe it. And I announced that we're taking uh, more questions that we'll answer on Light Trees and News. And also, for my $10 a month members and higher, that the next online hangout is this Saturday. Um, what's happening? Desi, I... Where my I have a box that my dishes were in that I put all the n- newspaper back in. Is he in and it? And now Desi is in it, living his life. Great. Okay. I just heard <laughs> chaos in the kitchen, and I was like, "What is happening?" He just climbed into a box full of newspaper. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so the next online hangout is this Saturday from twelve to two Eastern Standard Time. So I hope you can make it. And if you're a supporter of mine over at my Patreon, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate the support. I'm also going to post over there soon about what kind of content you guys are interested in seeing because I want to do more stuff for you over there. Also, shout out to the Light Treason News supporters. If you go to lighttreason.news for as little as $5 a month, you can uh, keep the show going, which is really important. And I'm working on maybe getting merch at some point as an incentive for people to sign up over there because I know right now it's basically like, you're contributing out of the goodness of your heart, which I really appreciate. And to keep the show ad-free, obviously. Yeah. Um, it is a service. So, but, you know, money's tight right now, guys, and merch is very expensive. And, so. And did you talk about on the show how you got effed? Oh, guys, by the I can't movers? even begin to list all of the ways I've been effed. But yeah, my move ended up being way more expensive than they claimed. and So sign up now. They broke some of my furniture. Yeah, it was very fun. Um, but it's over now, and I don't have to do that. I told my dad I'm dying in this apartment. I'm <laughs> never moving again. It was such a nightmare. I would die in this apartment. I would die in this apartment. It's looking good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it is it the Patreon or the Light Trees and News people who get a fun calendar? Oh, literally, I'll say this. If you sign up at $10 a month either at my Patreon or Light Trees and News, I'll send you the 2018 Desi calendars. Merch. There's still a lot. Yeah, I guess I do have a little bit of merch. And there's still a lot of 2018 left, guys. And I got to tell you something. Even though you might have missed some months, it's still worth it for the photos in here. Oh, yes, They're it is. real good. I realized, like, Faith hadn't seen it yet, and I showed it to her, and she flipped out. She's she like, this is... No, I know. Isn't that wild? Wow. Um, hey, while we're in the douchebag buffer, um, is that called that anymore? No. The pop uh, culture thing. Pop culture segment. Um, can we talk about this? Listen, I know this is not the most pressing manner, matter of our time, Paul Manafort's python jacket is the ugliest fucking thing I've ever seen. Look at this. It's so gross. It's so gross. And imagine him wearing it. Okay, one, it's made of the skin of pythons. So yeah, gross. obviously, uh, you know, vegan-friendly show. Charles and I are both <laughs> vegan. Gross on that 
level. But it's also 100% a dad jacket. It's a dad, and like a gross dad. <laughs> yeah. Like the dad who wears it like to his son's football game because he knows the cheerleaders are going to see him. And mm. he's like, I want them to think I'm like a cool dad. You know, like yeah. you guys can like drink in my house. I'd rather you drink in my house like where it's safe than like go out there, you know. Oh, sh- oh a beer? Should I have a beer too? Yeah, I guess I'll have a beer with you teenagers. Ooh. Yeah. See, he definitely would drive the babysitter home in that and make mm. a soft, inappropriate. Yep. Uh, Pass. Pass, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, and I'm wearing my jacket. She's going to love this. It like costs like, I forget how much, like $9,000 or something like that. Something like absolutely obscene. It makes me so mad when rich people have no taste. I don't, like the thing is, I don't, if I had $9,000, I don't think I'd spend it on a jacket. But like, what if you were a douchebag, you know? Even then, I would spend it on like, I don't drugs. <laughs> well, I mean, who knows what Alcohol, else he was spending it on? Fun things, yeah. Not an ugly ass jacket. Oh God, maybe that was the problem. He did a bunch of drugs, and then he's like, "This jacket's fucking amazing." <laughs> I need it. Yeah, uh, this yeah. jacket. I need this jacket. Uh, don't do cocaine, or you buy a python jacket. So, guys, that, that's what happened. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, that's what happened. So, while we are in the pop culture section, I wanted to read some questions we already got from uh, listeners like you. Mark wants to know, blueberries or strawberries? Which, when, and why? I already have my answer. How do you not already have your answer? I totally have my answer. I'm just waiting for you. Oh, to go oh, okay, first. great. Should I go first? No, no, let's say it on the uh, on the count of three. One, two, three. Blueberries. Oh, <gasps> get out! <laughs> why? I'm leaving. Wait, wh- which, when, why? Uh, strawberries all the time in almost everything. Blueberries only ever really in muffins. Okay. Here is my problem with strawberries. In my head. They're a great idea because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, they're so pretty. They're without question the prettiest berry. Mm-hmm. Um, they look amazing when you see them. You get so excited. I am immediately over a strawberry the second I eat one. <laughs> then they go bad in like 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. You like put it in the fridge and you check on it again and there's mold everywhere. Yeah. And I, that is true f- for blueberries as well, but not as fast. Strawberries, I feel like, are already going bad the second you open them. Yes. For, uh, for the most part. When you buy, okay, one, strawberries, the container they come in, way too big. I never need that many all at once. Sure. Uh, because they go bad so quickly. But also, when you get them home, there's at least one that's already bad. Yes. Yeah. But I can eat, if I had to, I could eat a shitload of strawberries and just keep going. And blueberries, I'd have a handful and be like, mm, I'm done. See, I feel the opposite. I feel like blueberries, I can keep going. Okay. Like the... Strawberries are sweet, but there's like a tartness to them. Oh, that's what I like. You know, and I don't like that. Blueberries, it's just like all sweetness. That's why I like them in muffins because when you bake them, they get tart. Mm, Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. I like tart berries. All right. Fair. Fair points. Uh, Great question. How do you guys feel about strawberries versus blueberries? Hashtag light trees and pod. Join the conversation. I'm going to keep saying that until there's like a movement to stop me. (laughs) Until people are like, no, actually, you have to stop saying that or we're going to stop listening to the show. Um, this one is from a while ago, and it's a recommendation that I just never read. So apologies to Amy. Uh, they have a media recommendation slash question. Death in Ice Valley, a BBC slash NRK podcast that's trying to solve a weird murder um, from the 1970s. Have you listened? Is it close enough to true crime to pique your interest? So, Amy, I have not listened, but it sounds really interesting. Yeah. Have other people listened to Death in Ice Valley? Do you like it? Hashtag My Treason Pod. Join, Join the conversation. The conversation. <laughs> uh, so, by the way, guys, yeah, I should mention that whenever I ask for questions. You can also send recommendations. They don't have to be questions. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. So, oh, okay. Shari had a question, and it's a nostalgia question. Who remembers Batteries Not Included? I just realized it was on Netflix and I'm loving it. If you don't remember, watch it. Do you remember that? I do remember. <gasps> what is it? I have uh, no memories of it. It's a it's a movie about a robot. Um it kind of looks like do you remember that like uh it kind of looks like Wally a little bit? 
if I'm remembering the right movie. Oh, okay. Um, he kind of looks like Wally, and he like comes to life and has a personality. It's like one of the first. Did Wally rip off batteries not included? Perhaps. I um, can't explain the look on Charles's face when I turned around and like your eyes lit up. Like you suddenly had a memory come flooding back. I used to watch this movie a lot. I feel like there were also sequels. Oh, okay. Um, wait, maybe I'm not thinking of the right movie. Are you Googling? Yeah. I'm, what am I thinking of? I do. I kind of remember what you're talking about. Maybe I'm thinking of a different robot movie. Yeah. I would. Th- I feel like there were a lot when we were growing up. Okay, this is not what I was thinking of. What is it? This. It's this. Batteries not... Oh, wait. oh, what is that photo? Okay, it's two old people opening a shed. Full of robots. Full of robots. That is... That's a horrifying image, right? It, apparently, it was Steven Spielberg. Is Desi like... Oh, no, they are in the box together fighting. Are they fighting? <laughs> Cat life. Ooh. Whoa. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. Hey, guys. Do I need hey. to go separate them? Maybe. Okay, here, take your Penny phone. Uh, vamp w- and tell everybody what's happening. Um, so I was thinking, what, what movie was I thinking of? I was thinking about a robot movie. Oh, can we, wait, can you send that photo to me? Because sure. that is legitimately scary. It's the cover of the Blu-ray, I guess. I hate it. I hate, <laughs> what, are, like, what are the old people doing? R- are the robots alive? Do they alive? have them trapped? They're like in pieces. and I'm horrified. Uh, guys, I will include that photo in the episode recap so you can <laughs> enjoy what I'm talking about. Um, also, Petra has a question that is very important, and I feel like both of you, both of us, did I just have an outside body experience? <laughs> I'm thinking of Short Circuit. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 I do remember that. Like this guy? That guy. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> That's horrifying. Send me that too. Does it have eyebrows? Yeah, but see how he kind of looks like Wally? He looks bit? like Wally. With eyebrows. With eyebrows. Can you send that to me too? Yep. I hate that. I hate it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Petra has a question that is very important that I feel like you and I will have a lot of insight into as New Yorkers. I was like, who is fucking texting me right now? And it was you. Uh, as a Philly resident, I come in contact with many a tourist. What is the best way to fuck with them? And who is most deserving of my righteous fury? So, Petra, full disclosure, when I first got this question, I thought it said, what is the best way to fuck them? Mm. <laughs> and I was like, mm, very interesting. Uh, but fuck with them is also a great question. And, but have you ever fucked a tourist? Have I ever fucked a tourist? Yes. Good for you. Mm-hmm. That, see, I feel like that's a true New York City service. Quite a few. Yeah, good for you. Um, so... What is the best way to fuck with them? I've talked about this before on the show. I am a huge fan of ruining their photographs. Mm-hmm. If they like, especially the like the longer they take to set it up and have their friends pose, mm-hmm. I like wait sometimes and then I walk immediately <laughs> as they're trying to take it. And my favorite thing is they're always like they're not non-confrontational because they're guests in the city, but you hear them go like, oh, mm. like they get so disappointed. We and I'm like, had yeah, it. enjoy my blurry head. I am. Um, for tourists, well, it depends. Like, are, it, what is the reason that they, how are they annoying you? Do you work in a service industry where they mm. come in and they're just fuckwads? This sounds like are they they're a Philly resident, so this is the like city their being home. Annoying. Okay. Yeah, you know how tourists tend to treat cities like they're theme parks mm-hmm. and not like people actually live there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Like, my biggest pet peeve for tourists is when it's a family. There was a family the other day who was walking and like shoulder to shoulder to shoulder to shoulder and they were holding hands so they like formed a human chain along the sidewalk and no one could get around them awful that is so awful and it's like so inconsiderate just Mm -hmm. be aware that you're in a crowded city and people are trying to get places i'm not sure um if in new york we can get away with telling people get the fuck out of my way yeah i'm not sure if that'll work in philly i'm not sure what kind of reputation your people have there you're from pennsylvania but you're from Philly, so it's a little bit... Mm. I, I think Philly's like in between. I don't think they're as confrontational as New Yorkers, but I think they're confrontational. Um, my favorite thing used to be... I don't really have to do it anymore, but back when I worked in Soho, those sidewalks down there are so small and yeah. it's such a tourist trap mm-hmm. um, that I would be going to work and if I wasn't walking like a New Yorker, I was definitely going to be late. Sure. And I would usually pull out my phone and pretend sometimes actually call someone and very loudly say i'm sorry i'm running late i'm behind the slowest fucking people in the world <laughs> yes i've done that before and they will immediately go oh, 
and just move. Yeah. I'm also <laughs> a huge fan of the passive aggressive sigh. Yeah. I do that in line a lot. There was a woman the other day who was holding up a huge line at a coffee shop because she was having her, no lie, two-year-old daughter pick out what color cookie she wanted. And I was just like, <sighs> <sighs> behind her until she was finally like, oh, like people are annoyed right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. uh, but also, I shouldn't have to do that for you to realize it's stupid to have. She's a child. Pick out any color cookie for her. She'll be fucking thrilled she has a cookie and yeah. eat it. Yeah. If you are in like an empty coffee shop and you're getting a cookie, do whatever you want. Do Take as long as you need. Yes. If there's one person behind you, hurry the fuck up. It also wasn't an issue like, you know how some kids will have a meltdown if they don't have a certain mm -hmm. color that they want to like eat? I, I was like that. I was like a really finicky eater. It was not that. She was so chill. Like... <laughs> Uh, for a baby and she was just like what color do you want she was like mm, like you know not about to have a meltdown no matter what color cookie she got so don't Ooh. write me parents <laughs> well i appreciate the parent treating the child like a person sure i like that as well there's people behind you yeah. and we need to move also don't let your two-year-old walk up or down the subway stairs pick them up oh yeah pick them up like, yeah. There are so many stairs. I know. Like, they're going to get really tired. They could fall. And I know two-year-olds are, like, heavy, but I know. Uh, it is rush hour. It's Move rush. It. Yeah, it's dangerous, too. Like, if they get clipped by somebody, they could fall. Yeah, I don't envy parents in the city. <laughs> oh, my God. A friend of mine I was talking about... I don't envy parents, about, period. <laughs> a friend of mine was talking about she... So this is nuts to me. She does jujitsu. Um, so first of all, she could have kicked this guy's ass. But her husband is one of the greatest living jujitsu fighters on the planet. So this guy is so lucky that Marcos wasn't there. But so uh, this woman I know just had a baby and she had a stroller on the subway. And people get real emotional about sh strollers on subways because they take up a lot of space. Mm -hmm. So I guess this was during rush hour and like she can't do anything. She just has a stroller on the subway and it has to take up space. And a guy shoved her and she was like, excuse me. So like she didn't do anything because she was with her child. Right. But I was like, this guy is so fucking lucky. A, that Hannah didn't kill him. Mm -hmm. But if Marcos had been there and saw a man push his wife, I'm yeah. like, dude, you would have been dead. Yeah. Dead. Oh, my God. Uh, but like, I, so I understand it's hard to be a parent in the city. People like can be very... Like when a baby's crying on the subway and people are giving the mom a dirty look, I'm like, what do you want the yeah. mom to do? The baby's going to cry. Right. You know, like babies cry. That's what they do. But then sometimes tourists are so inconsiderate. Yeah. Like don't stand in front of the subway doors. Right. 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 Um, I'm sorry that we turned this into New York and not Philly. Oh, but yeah. But hopefully I know, it applies. I don't know anything about Philly. And I think those like ways to fuck with them can apply, yeah. you know. Um, also, just saying, like, excuse me, that's an option, too. You don't have to be psychos like me and Charles. You can just be like, <laughs> excuse me, I'm trying to get to my place of work, and I can't get by you and your beautiful family. Thank you. The only issue that I ever have with strollers on the subway is when people use them to keep the doors open to, so they make the train. I'm oh. like, that's not my kid, but that's that's your baby in there. So. Oh, and the baby's in <laughs> yeah. the fucking... I've You've never, never seen, seen that? No. I see that quite often oh that's not good yeah. jesus i mean the subway it's not gonna crush I don't, the baby <laughs> i hope not but i'm still like there's a chance yeah and also if they like put their hands outside the stroller and mm -hmm. the door is coming yeah, don't do that that's not good i um but i love philly I, I i like visiting that place i don't know much about it yeah uh nor do i but i hope that was helpful do you have tips for dealing with tourists in your city hashtag <laughs> Light Trees and Pod, join the conversation. <laughs> this is the episode where I'm going to finally make everybody crack and just be like, you have to stop saying it. It's fucking annoying. Never. Guys, it's that time of the show. Let's all hold hands and cry. Here's your bad news. So obviously, I wanted to start in the bad news section uh, with Jeff Sessions' announcement about the Religious Liberty Task Force. <laughs> uh, terrifying. Jesus ice. Uh, so, guys, by the way, if you're new to Light Trees and News, this is how the show works. We talk about pop culture, bad news, and good news at the end of the show. So it's three segments. We're going to talk about bad shit, but don't worry. Eventually it gets good. 
So this obviously caused a lot of people to freak out because it sounds really scary, and it is scary. He said that the task force will ensure all Justice Department components are upholding that guidance in the cases they bring and defend, the arguments they make in court, the policies and regulations they adopt, and how we conduct our operations. So basically they're like, hey, we're just making sure you don't trample the religious liberties of, of people. But actually what that means is it's allowing uh, discrimination based on a person's religion. So like for example, say um, you're a same-sex couple and you want to get a cake made at a bakery and the baker's homophobic and says, I don't want to make a cake for you. Um, this religious task force would uh, make sure, like, they would go in and be like, are the religious liberties of this homophobic baker being trampled and not focus on the liberties of the same-sex couple who, like, are trying to get a cake? Yeah. Uh, so. I just imagine, like, a SWAT team busting in the door and being like, Jesus! Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so this was uh, also what Jeff Sessions uh, said during this announcement. Because remember, like, to you and me, this sounds ridiculous because, like, obviously the religious freedoms of individuals are still being honored in, in this country. Mm -hmm. But the stories that we cover on the show are, like, stories of uh, transgender people trying to get access to hormones, but there's a, a transphobic pharmacist who doesn't want to give it to them. Or there's a, a, a woman who's trying to access Plan B, and there's a misogynist pharmacist who doesn't want to give uh, her access to that medication. So, like, for us, we're, like, the liberties of people who are being trampled are, like, marginalized individuals who are just trying to gain access to, like, equal services that cishet people get every day. Yeah. So this is Jeff Sessions. <laughs> We've seen nuns ordered to buy contraceptives. We've seen U.S. senators ask judicial and executive branch nominees about dogma, even though the Constitution explicitly forbids a religious test for public office. We've all seen the ordeal faced so bravely by Jack Phillips, he said, referring to the Colorado baker who took his case to the Supreme Court after he was found to have violated the state's anti-discrimination laws for refusing to make a cake for a same-sex wedding. So again, like, Jack Phillips... The ordeal he faced was because he refused services because he's fucking homophobic. Mm -hmm. That's why he went through that ordeal. It's like, if you're not homophobic, then you don't have to go to the Supreme Court to explain yourself in front of judges. Well, it's, it's just like we're going to give uh, religious people who are raging assholes the right to be raging assholes right. and completely contradict most things about their religion. Yeah. I mean, the victim complex on the right is crazy, especially because they accuse the left of being overly sensitive snowflakes who are always like crying victim. The fact that you think having to bake a cake for a same-sex couple is religious persecution is wild. It's like, do you know what's actually persecution? Having the gay panic laws... <laughs> on the books of almost 50 states. I think it might be still on the book of 50 states. I might be wrong about that, but it's it's the vast, overwhelming majority. If you don't know what the pa gay panic defense is, that is if you are a straight person and you perceive a gay person is hitting on you, you can murder them and then claim gay panic. You can murder them. You can murder them. And say in court, it was their fault because they were gay and they hit on you. Um, That's what <clears throat> persecution looks like. It's they they also I'm not sure that they're necessarily on the books, but that defense might also work on uh, trans panic. Yes, the trans panic. That's another version of that, and the fact that transgender people are murdered at such high rates because of the quote unquote trans panic. Well, like uh, it's it's ridiculous. Like the a lot of like quote unquote straight white guys will have no issues with someone being trans, take them somewhere, have sex with them, like maybe yeah. date them for a little while and then something after they after they've done their business murder them and be like oh they, they didn't tell panic. me they didn't tell me they didn't tell me right suddenly i was panicked right 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 yeah i mean it's regardless of their circumstances it's utter bullshit but my point is if we're going to talk about persecution it's like 
How about the fact that you can't be with uh, your partner if they're in the hospital? How about the fact that you can't transfer insurance rights? You can't transfer benefits? This is what persecution looks like. You not wanting to bake a cake for a same-sex couple, it's like, fuck yourself. Yeah. That's not persecution. Nobody's tying you to a cross and burning you, you know? Calm the fuck down. Like, who's the snowflake again? I, 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 do people still, I know that they're, before gay marriage was legal federally, um, I know that they were barring people from visiting their dying spouses or uh-huh. significant others. Is that, can they still do that now that it's a federal law? That they are act- like legally married? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. And oftentimes, even if something is a federal guideline, you'll hear about state-by-state cases where they just still refuse. States' rights. States' but... rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a good question. I also wanted to talk about 3D printed guns. I vaguely saw something about this and was like, I'm sorry, what? It's just like, do we not have enough fucking problems? So do we not have enough fucking guns? Yeah, this is actually, it's a pretty interesting story. Also, it is legally complicated because right now in the United States, it is legal for people to assemble guns in their own homes. Like, that's kind of a weird underground culty thing where people find scrap parts and they create their own guns. That is legal. Sounds super safe. Yeah. Yeah, so (laughs) safe, obviously. But you can't sell them. That's the only thing. So there is a case now of this guy who basically put out the directions for how to print 3D guns in your own home. But he isn't selling them. So it became a big legal case because, you know, obviously Democrats are are jumping all over this and they're calling them ghost guns because they don't have serial numbers. They're untraceable by authorities. Very dangerous for a million reasons. Um, Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro has been fighting to keep 3D printing guns out of his state. Um, And... What are they made of? Uh, Plastic. So would the heat not melt part of it? No. I mean, it's not like a fully automatic gun. It's not like, you know. Right, but just like the the firing of gunpowder? I Literally, when you look at the blueprints, all it is is it's like a box with a spring in it. That's really all you need to propel a bullet. Yeah. So are they great guns? No. Could they kill someone? Yeah. Um. So what's interesting about this, though, is that the State Department um, opposed this when all the way the Supreme Court refused to hear it. It got like kicked back to a lower court. And then all of a sudden, the State Department fully reversed its decision and was basically like, we're not going to pursue legal charges against this guy. It's OK um, if you want to download and disseminate uh, the the blueprints for the 3D gun plans. The issue now is state by state. So, like, obviously, the Pennsylvania Attorney General, Josh Shapiro, is fighting it. And their argument is it has to be a federal law because if it's not, say, Alabama legalizes it and says you can disseminate the 3D um, printed gun blueprint prints. The way the internet works is if you legalize that in Alabama and people upload it on the internet in Alabama, it's in 50 states. Yeah. Like instantly. And across the world. And across the world. So now it's like it's still a big mess. They're still debating it because they can't just say, oh, we'll legalize it in certain states because of the internet. Once you do that, it's like it's everywhere. Yeah. And there are attorneys general uh, in a lot of states who are fighting it still, even though uh, the Justice Department reversed its decision. And I think the Justice Department reversed its decision because, obviously, um, Trump is in the pocket of the NRA, and <laughs> they let the NRA walk all over them, and the NRA has taken this up as like a cause celeb because, you know, freedom or something. I'm surprised that it hasn't already made it onto like the dark web by now. 
It probably has. Yeah. yeah, it probably has. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are videos you can see online of people like printing them at their homes and stuff like that. Perfect. Yeah. Great. Awesome. It's it's really easy to make a gun. Like I said, it's basically if you see like the guns, they're very they're boxy and kind of weird looking. But that's all you need. It's a box with a spring to propel the bullet. So it's actually pretty easy. Ah, fuck. Guys. Let's talk about Alex Jones and what a piece of shit he is. Like, truly. What? I know. I know. Charles just saw the headline. Truly a candidate for the worst person in the world. So he is currently trying to get $100,000 from the parents of Sandy Hook victims who had to go into hiding over his conspiracy theories. So he's been in court a lot lately because he said a bunch of bananas shit conspiracy theories that turned out not to be true. And guess what? When you say conspiracy theories about real people, it affects their lives. So these poor Sandy Hook victim uh, victims, they're victims too, but like parents of the kids who died in Sandy Hook had to flee their homes and go into hiding because Alex Jones started a fucking stupid conspiracy theory that th the Sandy Hook massacre was a false flag event. All of the kids and the parents are crisis actors and they're liars. So surprise, surprise, the fucking batshit people who listen to Alex Jones took it as real and started harassing the parents so badly that they had to flee their homes. So imagine your kid just was murdered. Mm -hmm. The worst thing that can happen to parents. And then there's this like public campaign to paint you as a liar and you have to flee your home. Like as if shit isn't bad enough. So the New York Times reported that in a countersuit filed after the parents of Sandy Hook victim Noah Posner sued Jones for defamation because they came out and they sued him first. The far-right conspiracy theorist is seeking $100,000 in court costs under a Texas law intended to protect free speech from people who aim to silence them through costly litigation. Can you believe? No. So here's the thing, though, and this is um, an example that is always used in, like, law schools. I think even if you're not in law school or you never have been in law school, you're familiar with this example. Um, free speech is valid until you shout fire in a crowded theater. Right. If you endanger someone's life, if you endanger a community with your speech... There are limitations to your free speech under the Constitution. That's always been the case. I would say Alex Jones has clearly crossed that line. Uh, many times. Many times, which is why he's started to get banned from Facebook and, and YouTube in certain situations. Not aggressively enough, obviously, but even these giant corporations that make a lot of money off of Alex Jones's videos because of advertising, mm -hmm. even they are like, you've gone too far. Don't hate click things, guys. Yeah, really, don't hate click things. It, that's hard too, because sometimes it I is. need to for my job, like to talk about it. That's a little different. Yeah, you guys though, if you don't have to actually consume it for your job, don't click it. Don't share it with your friends. You know, I know we all want to laugh about David Brooks's latest dumb column, <laughs> but um, yeah, I. This is pretty clearly shouting fire in a crowded movie theater when you accuse grieving parents of being actors working on behalf of the state and then they have to flee their homes like you're affecting people's real lives yeah do we know if their lawsuit is still active against him or i think so i think this is all good. still like a huge mess in court right now. this is just a retaliation yes basically exactly like yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh but truly one of the worst people to ever live i i like i thankfully youtube and facebook are finally doing something yeah but i feel like it's just like like when, if you accidentally posted <clears throat> a photo that was inappropriate, they'd be like, oh, you're not allowed to post for 30 days. I feel like that's what this probably is. Like he's banned yeah. for like 30 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they put be him back. In, yeah, they put him in timeout for sure. Um, and like I said, you know, it's, it's certainly not aggressive enough, but at least it's something, at least it's like moving in the right direction of acknowledging that what Alex Jones does is not only like, like, I know we like to laugh at him and how silly he is and how ridiculous, but what he is doing is actually dangerous, and it actually 
is in the public's interest to not allow him, don't platform a man who accuses grieving parents of being actors, you know? <laughs> like, and just the, don't do it. The thing that sucks about getting banned from YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or something is that you can just create another account. Yeah, true. Yeah, they don't ban IP addresses. It's just accounts. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, do we have time? Do I want to do another one? Oh, this is such a horrible story. Guys, we are in the bad news section. But if you missed it, the New York Times has an article about um, a little boy who um, is named Tiago, and he was one of the little kids who was separated from his mother um, at the border. He was separated from her for 50 days. His mother is Anna Carolina Fernandez. And so... He's five. So when you separate a five-year-old from their mother or father for 50 days, that is a long time. So now they're reunited, which is, like, good news, right? Um, but he is fucked up, like, in a, in a pretty clear way. Um, and his mom talked to the New York Times about how he used to love playing with his little minion doll, and now his favorite game is patting down and shackling migrants with plastic cuffs. Mm -hmm. Like, he's basically just doing what he saw happen in the detention facility, and that is him playing now. Um, yeah, so obviously this is a widespread problem. A lot of the kids who are se separated from their parents and have been reunited, so a lot of people I'm sure are like, yay, happy ending. They're showing a lot of signs of anxiety, introversion, regression, other mental health issues. Yeah, you're giving these kids PTSD at four or five oh, or yeah. younger. It will affect them the rest of their lives. You don't just undo that damage. Well, it's it's also like, I, I mean, it's going to stay with him for the rest of his life, but a way of like comprehending what's happening to him and being like, even as a as a, like a, a child of color, like I, I assume little boys for some reason see a cop and they're like, good guy. I want to be like the good sure, guy. Sure, sure, yeah. If they have no bad experience, but it's funny you bring if you're that up. Cops and robbers, yeah. Because now um, one of the some of the kids the New York Times profiled are a pair of young siblings. Since they went through what they went through with ICE, now when they see police officers on the street, they burst into tears. Oh my god. Um, yeah, you're also like sowing mistrust in children forever. Um, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll link to the full article at our Lipson page, which is just wearelighttreesandnews.lipson.com. Uh, that's where you can find all the links to all of the articles I talk about on the show. Uh, and the reason they're on the Lipson page is uh, SoundCloud doesn't allow links. Boo. Little known fact. Guys, it's that time of the episode. I know that was a bunch of heavy stuff, but it was all important, and we needed to talk about it. But here is your good news. Woo! Guys, I just have to point out that Harley, Charles's dog, is curled up on his lap, and it's very cute. She will not move. She has social media accounts, yes? She does. Do you want to share that now? Uh, it's Harley Rockhill mm -hmm. on Instagram and Twitter. I'm not great about posting because I just sometimes don't think of it and just post stuff to my accounts. Right. Forgetting that I created them for her. Yes. Um, so I need to be better about that. But you can go see pictures of her. She's very cute, and she is an optimist. Every morning, she thinks today is the day she's going to be friends with Desi and Penny. Nope. And it has not happened. Nope. <laughs> um, this morning, Desmond hissed at her, and then Harley very cheerfully turned around and tried to interact with Penny, and then Penny hissed at her, and then <laughs> Harley just kind of trotted away like, not today. Okay. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Uh, but she's very sweet, and I wish my cats would get their fucking act together and be cool. Uh, like more than three days. I guess. Sure. Fine. Fine. So. Penny's on your bed right now going to town on herself. Oh, yeah. Classy lady. <laughs> so good news, guys. I love this story. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was being interviewed about like, you know, when she would maybe retire from the Supreme Court. 
And I love, she picked this totally random number. <laughs> she says she has at least five more years on the Supreme Court. <laughs> I just love that she was like, well, we have a lunatic fascist in the White House, so I can hold on for at least five years. Yeah. Till hopefully, maybe the Democrats get their act together. Huge sigh. <sighs> Probably not. But she pointed out she's 85 right now. But Justice John Paul Stevens stepped down when he was 90. So she said, I think I have at least five more years. Let's just hope that like around that same time that all of the justices that were appointed by Republicans just pull like a, what's his face? The Anthony, what's his, never, the one who died? Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, oh my God. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. Like that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's going to kill me. Um, hold on. I want to say. Uh, Scalia. Scalia. God. Um, the, the, yeah, if they all just like drop dead, yeah, if from being full of hate and ignorance, right, right, uh, that would be great. Unlikely, statistically speaking, but great. How many justices have just died while on the bench, <laughs> like actually sitting there? What? No, no, like Scalia <laughs> was technically still. It's very rare. Yeah, okay. very rare. Hmm. Um, so let's see, what do we want to talk about next? Do I want to talk about Michael Aventi? Yeah, sure. Evanati, sorry. Um, this guy, whew, he's just going toe-to-toe with everybody. So he got into it with Sean Hannity today. Uh, that's not actually what I wanted to talk about. He said that he, he's going to represent three more women allegedly paid off by Trump. Um, so this is the lawyer, obviously, who represented is representing Stormy Daniels and her lawsuit against Trump. But he announced last week that he's now representing three other women who claim they were paid off by the president to stay quiet about alleged affairs. Hours after tweeting that Trump conspired with his longtime fixer, Michael Cohen, to pay off multiple other women prior to Election Day in 2016, Avenatti said he's representing the unnamed women during a panel discussion in West Hollywood with Mayor John Duran and former federal prosecutor Steve Madison, among others, according to ABC News. So this is in keeping with my good news is when bad news happens to my enemies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Three other women. Uh, Yikes. This, uh, this lawyer guy, I like. He's seems to be doing the right thing, but I can't help but think he's a scumbag. Yeah. Yeah. Is Probably because he's, he's a lawyer. lawyer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry look, if you're a lawyer. <laughs> but then I look at his face and I'm like, Are you handsome? You would yeah. hate fuck him. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Hold on. Let's scroll up and let's decide together, okay? Let's get our thinking caps on. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I wouldn't like it. No, I wouldn't feel great about it afterwards. But I would. Um, guys, if you missed last week's episode, I don't know if you heard this. We, uh, Catherine, Faith, and I talked about Republicans we would fuck <gasps> if I we did. had to. I don't think I got that. I think it's a hashtag now. <laughs> um, but... What's your answer if you had to fuck a Republican? Oh, uh, mm, oh, I don't feel good about myself, Paul Ryan. Yeah, he's a standard go-to. Yeah, yeah. Um, Listen, it's not a segment that you feel good about, but it's just we're. This is a safe space, and we're being honest with each other. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to go through my list because there's not very many. Mm, maybe Marco Rubio. Yep, he's another one. Maybe that name was bounced around. Yeah. Um. I think I don't really know a lot of <laughs> there's not there's not a lot there's like two <laughs> I feel like there are probably lesser known names that if we actually like went through photos it would be like oh yeah yeah them and them and them what about um Democrats who like are real centrist and play with the Republicans <laughs> so like they're almost yeah, yeah. I, I'll include that so in the pool Cuomo <laughs> ew and his brother ew did you ever see? Did you ever see that text that some a real estate agent sent someone by accident? No. Oh, I'm going to find that for you. Okay. It is amazing. Uh, well, I'm horrified by that answer. Wow, wowie, wow, wow, wow. What a fun game, though, right? Um, so God, I hesitate to call this next story good news because it shouldn't have been a thing in the first place. But I guess it's good that a federal judge was finally like, hey. You lunatics, you can't do this. So a federal judge 
has officially ordered the Trump administration to stop giving migrant kids psychotropic drugs without consent. Uh, Yay! Good. We did it. Um, okay, I found the text. So this was um, this was a woman who was apartment hunting and texting with her realtor, and uh, she. Like okay, so let's let's read it together. Okay. You the blue on the side is the woman, so you be her and I'll be the real estate agent. Sorry, guys, a boy is texting me. No big deal. Uh, so I'm blue. Yep. Thank you. I have to be at Eighth Street at and PPW at eight p.m. So do you think you can attend seven p.m. sharp? Thanks so much. Yes, absolutely. We can shift to six forty-five if that makes it easier for you. Yes, thanks. I want to suck off Governor (laughs) Cuomo and his brother too. (laughs) They can both shoot their loads all over my faggot face. What? And then right after that, I'm totally mortified. <gasps> I'm so, 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 so sorry. That was to my something, something. And oh then it cuts God. off. Oh, my God. So they thought they were texting someone, someone else. Wow. That is my nightmare. <laughs> Wait, can I tell you the other day I meant to text. I want to know who that real estate agent is because I will work with him. Right? Uh, Even though I'm dying in this apartment. I you. Thank you. Please die here with me. It's all I ask of you and Chloe. Um. I was I meant to text Rachel and Chloe the other day because Rachel had texted me something about someone saying something very depressing in her office. And I was like offering up my own anecdote about something depressing I thought about. And I had just gone running through a cemetery that we live by. And I was not feeling running that day. And I go, yeah, I wasn't feeling running. And then I saw a funeral happening in the cemetery. And I was like, well, it could be worse. And I meant to send that to Rachel and Chloe. as like a funny, like, ha-ha. And I texted it to uh, my Armory improv team, totally out of context. And I didn't notice it until hours later. No one had said a thing. So I was like, um, guys... I did not mean to send that. And they were like, oh, we thought it was really funny. And you were just like sharing a random thought. And I was like, oh, you're all so sweet. That's not what happened. I, and then I was like, thank God it was PG. Yeah. I'm so bad at that. I tweeted about that where I'm like, that would be my TED talk, how to message the wrong Facebook group. Because mm-hmm. I'm apparently extraordinary at it. I am. Well, with, with smartphones now, there, once you press send, there's no way to stop it unless you can really quickly get airplane mode on. Oh, interesting. So, like, if you swipe up and turn <gasps> airplane mode That's on, it know. won't send. But, like, on old, like, analog cell phones, I guess you yeah. call them, if I was so bad about <laughs> passive-aggressively texting my friend about my roommate that there was a couple times that I almost Ooh, texted yeah. my roommate. That's a huge And fear. you could just press end over and over again until it stopped. And oh. thankfully, none of them ever went through. Wow, 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 wow. But now I'm, like, super hyper-aware of that, especially if I'm high or something. I'm just like... What is the whole Where is the sending? Pre-read it three times I know, and I, I make sure it goes to the right person. Every time I fuck up and I text the wrong person, and thank God it's always been like innocent texts, I'm like, I fucking have to look who I'm texting yeah. before I text them. Especially it gets complicated because I have like different group texts with like, I have you and Chloe in one and then I have Chloe and Rachel in one. Um, but like different people in different group texts and it's like, wait, which people am I trying to text yeah. right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway... A judge has found that officials at a Texas facility have been giving migrant children in their custody psychotropic medications without permission from their parents or guardians, which violates state child welfare laws, um, according to the Washington Post. Staff members at the Shiloh Residential Treatment Center admitted to administering drugs without parental consent, saying they did so on an emergency basis when a child exhibited extreme psychiatric symptoms. Yeah, you uh, fucking assholes. They're exhibiting extreme psychiatric symptoms. You tore them away from their parents. So, like, what does that mean? Them crying? Yeah. Them, like, being upset about literally anything yeah, happening like to them right now? Yeah, like, screaming and throwing themselves around. Like, of course, any, like, any child would do that. Um, but federal judge Dolly Gee didn't accept that explanation, noting that children's testimony suggested staff gave these pills twice a day, every day, not simply on an emergency basis. On Monday, she ordered that the Trump administration must, except in the case of an emergency, obtain parental or guardian consent or a court order to give these drugs to migrant children. By the way, it is so dangerous to dose kids like that because their brains are still developing. But also, what are they, just be quiet pills? Like Essentially, yeah. That's what it sounds like. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, 
truly awful, but also potentially. So these, this is some of the um, side effects that the kids said they had. Nausea, dizziness, depression, and weight gain. Some reported being forcibly injected with drugs. Ugh. And others said they felt that refusing medications would cause them to be detained longer. Um, I witnessed, so this is uh, two staff members. Uh, no, no, who said this? Uh, oh, this is a child who was held at Shiloh, identified as Isabella M. I witnessed staff members forcibly give medication four times. Two staff members pinned down the girl and a doctor gave her one or two injections. Ugh. Um, Isabella was prescribed multiple psychotropic medications at Shiloh, including uh, topiramate uh, sure. without her mother's consent. Uh, nobody asked me for permission to give medications to my daughter, even though the staff at Shiloh has always had my telephone number and address. That's her mother. Um, yeah, I mean, in addition to the trauma of having adults pin you down and inject you with something, which is fucking horrifying... The trauma of being separated from your parents or parent and then possibly chemically altering your brain forever. Forever, yeah. Is monstrous. That's How do you how do you like Listen, I know times are tough and everybody needs a job, right? But how do you find yourself holding down a child and injecting them and being like, "This is good. I I chose the right job." Yeah, I'm not, I'm sure that it's not like like when someone's a danger to themselves and you need to sedate them. I'm yeah. sure that it was like an adult. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's just like, every, like I would need these kids to shut up. I'm annoyed. Yeah. yeah. Also to answer my own question, these types of jobs tend to attract predatory people mm -hmm. who like maybe get off on hurting kids. Mm -hmm. If it's not sexual abuse, mm -hmm. then this is also weird power dynamic yeah. stuff, you know, like oh. I'm the boss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope they don't have children themselves. Truly the worst people. Um, so, oh, I also wanted to talk about this because this was just interesting in a sociological way. So a video in France went viral of um, a woman being hit by a street harasser in Paris. But the response to it has been really encouraging, especially considering, like, look, I don't want to stereotype Parisian culture, but the one time I thought a guy was actually going to hit me was a street harasser in Paris. Wow. Um, like, really aggressive, um, misogynist behavior. And I'm not saying we don't have that in the United States, but the fact that there was such a strong backlash to this video. So if you have not seen the video, obviously, trigger warning for violence against women, it's of an outdoor cafe, and you see a man walk past a woman. He says something to her. She responds, and he hits her right in the face. So immediately people sitting around her, like, jump up and go. Like, one guy just grabs a chair and, like, chases the guy. And I was like, I don't know what his plan was, if he thought he was going to, like, beat the guy with the chair. But he, like, runs after him. So there was a huge backlash to this, um, not just in Paris, but in France in general. And now there's been a growing conversation about what should be done about street harassers. Um, there is a call for ticketing street harassers, like if police officers see that it happened, that they receive a ticket. Um, but I don't think police officers are going to do that much. Yeah. I, I mean, w whenever your solution is cops, I'm kind of like, is this a solution? But uh, the French Equalities Minister, Marlene uh, Chapa, that's almost certainly not how you pronounce her name. Sorry. Um, she's the woman who persuaded the Assemblée Nationale to pass legislation in May introducing fines for sexual harassment on the street and public transport. Said she was outraged, outraged but not surprised, unfortunately, by the assault. Um, so this bill outlaws annoying, following, and threatening a woman, as well as making sexist comments. It's scheduled to be adopted in the next weeks, Fines come into effect in the autumn. Um, the political response must be strong, and it is, because for the first time in France, we will find those responsible for street harassment, Chiappa said. Um, Laguerre told journalists she did not regret challenging the man verbally. She said she could have run off, but she wasn't going to look down and certainly wasn't going to apologize. 
Um, so that was the woman who the dude hit. So yeah, I mean, is it a perfect solution? No. Anytime you like say cops are the solution, I'm like mm, wary of that. But I think stuff like a culture of street harassment changes when a society becomes better informed. Mm -hmm. And this feels like there was a huge backlash to this, like immediately. And I think, I mean, the clip is horrific. The guy just hits her in the face. Yeah. Uh, but I, I feel like the, the fact that they're having this conversation in Paris where even when I was there, which was not as, I mean, now it's probably like a decade, but it did not seem like they were having that conversation at all. It was just like, well, this is what, it's a compliment. You know, like men hit on women. Yeah, I mean... It's it's almost a stereotype of it Parisian is. men. It is. It's very. Um, it's a huge stereotype, and obviously, it's not true 100 percent of the time. And a little bit of a t Italian men as well. Just a pr I'm appreciating beauty. You know, like, oh no, it's yeah, gross. like Italian men. I mean, this happens in the United States too, but it happened a lot in Italy. They lean out the car door yeah. and like you know, it, it's they get a pass because they're like bella bella, and yeah. it's like oh, we love their accent, <laughs> but like it's the same thing. It's yeah. them harassing women. Um, I mean, it's 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 just. Why couldn't we have had this national conversation in France before... A woman got clocked in the face? Clocked in the face. Yeah, and Jesus. And just happened to be caught on camera. Right. It's probably not the first time that... Goes without saying she's a white or woman. he might have hit someone. Yeah. And I think it, it's also, you know, she's a white woman. Like, there's, mm -hmm. there's a bunch of stuff like why this particular story. It looked like it happened in a very bougie area. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that's all of Paris. But, you know, like, <laughs> particularly bougie area in Paris. Uh, so I'm sure those factors contributed as well. I'm just encouraged by the fact that there are these growing movements of women standing up to street harassers. And unfortunately, sometimes when that happens, like I never feel safe telling women or anyone to talk back to their street harasser because this shit happens regularly. Yeah. Because And that's when it's clear that it's not about attraction, it's about power. Because men freak out when you reject them right. to the point where they could lash out and physically hurt you mm -hmm. in public. This guy did this in front of dozens of people and yeah. like in felt pretty safe doing it in broad daylight. Yeah. Um, so that's why I, and we, we get those questions a lot on the show. Like, should I, you know, with man spreaders, should I like push their legs together? And I'm always like, I'm not ever going to tell you to do that because yeah. somebody could really freak out and hurt you. Mm -hmm. um, so it's always like what you feel safe doing and I will never judge anyone who is too frightened to say anything or like that shouldn't be your job. It shouldn't be your job to stand up to street harassers. It should be up to men to not fucking harass people. Absolutely. <laughs> but that starts with like a culture changing and I feel like one of the steps of a culture changing is when something like this happens and there's sort of a unified response that's like this is unacceptable um, and sometimes the solutions quote unquote are imperfect like I said I police police yeah like policing is never a way to build towards a tolerant society you know but the fact that people are like that heated about it I'm like I think that's positive yeah Guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Why was that so hard to say? Uh, sorry, I had to take a couple days off this week, but I was moving and it was a fucking disaster. But it's done now. So we're, we're moved in. Very exciting. Please follow Charles on Twitter at Charles Rockhill. Mm -hmm. Follow Harley on all her social media <laughs> accounts. She's a little baby. She's a princess. I'll try to have her post more. Great. Um, and please go to lighttreason.news and sign up for as little as $5 a month to keep us going. I know that I say that a lot, but guys, times are tough, and that's the only way I can keep bringing you new commercial-free episodes. I'm sure you listen to other podcasts. Do you hear a lot of ads on them? I bet you do. I want to take a moment to talk to you about Squatty Potties. <laughs> other than Charles's ads... And again, I don't think he's getting money for them. He just really likes ads. Have you ever heard an ad on Light Trees and News? No, you haven't, because we're 100% listener supported. If you are looking for little perky perks, you can go over to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Kilkenny. $5 a month. You get access to almost all of the posts, and you get to send questions that we'll answer on Light Trees and News, like we did at the beginning of this episode. $10 a month, you get to do the online hangouts. $50 a month, you get a handwritten letter from me, Allison, hello, in your mailbox. 
do you still want the letter? <laughs> do I, I have to put it under your door now? I'll do it. I'm not uh, afraid. Yes. All right. Charles is a $50 member, which is insane. But uh, I send him inappropriate drawings instead of a letter. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. And while you're at it, get out there and cause a little trouble. <laughs> <laughs>